out there, all of our nieces, nephews, and non-binary familials. I'm your Auntie Ruth. And I'm your Auntie Gina. And we are your weird aunts. The show where we take a look at current pop culture and talk about how it connects to past trends and fads. Um, to kick off the season, we are looking into the quarantines. We're taking in some of the least popular and possibly most underrated teen shows currently available to stream and breaking them down. We'll discuss how they compare to the shows we had in our day and give our recommendations for further watching. Now you may say to yourself, look, I already have a weird aunt. She competes in professional dog dancing and she really, really soars in canine freestyle. Look, number one, congratulations. Why do you need more weird ants? Well, I'll tell you why. Because we have been in quarantines of our own design for decades now, and we have seen it all. And so what we do is we watch these shows that you may or may not like, and we report back to you. And you can say, yeah, I am going to spend Saturday and Sunday watching these shows because our weird ants said that they were pretty good. Or vice versa. Maybe they weren't going great. So, And we're happy <laughs> to do it. That's up to you to decide. That's right. Right. So, Auntie Ruth, what did we watch this week? This week we watched October Faction. <laughs> um, it says that it follows the story of globetrotting monster hunters Fred and Dolores Allen, who, after the death of Fred's father, return to their hometown in upstate New York with their teenage children, Jeff and Viv. As the family adjusts, Fred and Dolores must hide their identities as members of a secret organization, and our heroes quickly discover that their new small town setting isn't as idyllic as it seems. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of vague, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, no, compared it is, to what but... we watch. <laughs> I guess they have to keep it vague. So many twists and turns. That's the truth because actually the one the Wikipedia description was like a like five paragraphs long. Oh, I mean I they really went that. in. No. That's right. No. That's right. So I went to IMDB. It was much shorter. Yeah. So that's the one I chose. Precise. Yeah. We don't want to bore yeah. the kids. Look, if you want to know more, watch the series. Watch it. <laughs> I recommend it. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, because this is one of those times where it's, um, it had about 33% with the critics and 49% with the viewers. And that was kind of shocking to me. It was a little, I thought wow. it was. That's very I it shocking. Deserved, Why? I thought it deserved a little more. I don't, look, I don't know. Huh. Because we have de- we have watched between like the two of us have watched things that were definitely worse and on purpose too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing. I thought there were so many elements of the show that I thought were really strong. Yeah, you know. So I, thought, I mean, this- like- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? Oh, sorry. Go- well, I was just going to say, like a lot of these teen shows, it was adapted from a comic, right? Yeah. So, um, Steve Niles, Damien Worm, again, great punk rock name. Damien Worm. Damien Worm plays the drums for the cult. I don't know. But um, 
<laughs> so yeah, so it was based on them and you know, a lot of these a lot of these series, like a lot of teen series based on comics, but I thought like you know, this was like a well thought out world. Like yeah. the details made sense. Yeah. Like the set decorators, like never did I think like this looks like a set. Yeah. Just it all made sense. It was just very like yeah. small town looking anywhere USA. Right. And so, you know, the parents were monster hunters. So like when they went to the monster headquarters, it looked like monster headquarters. Yeah. You know, I bought it. Like their mansion looked like a mansion. It you know, it just everything made sense. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't it didn't look thrown together. Now I'll di- <laughs> I will admit that I did not buy that it was in New York for a second. Wait. I knew it was in Canada. Where was New York? All of it? it was- no, it wasn't in New York. No, I they know wanted it, us to- it was supposed to be? It was supposed to be on the Hudson. No. Yeah, you know the part of the Hudson that's in Canada- Oh, okay. See, I was thinking, like, Maine. Something like, you know, like, some cute little quaint town in Maine. Well, that's the thing. That's the, that's the impression that they're trying to give you. It's that, again, that, that sort of Canadian magic they use, where they're like, where are we? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it could be anywhere USA, but it's nowhere USA. Huh. They're not. And the other thing is, is because they're using... Canadian All Stars, <laughs> and they because they're using, and I noticed this right away. One of your favorites, Megan follows. <laughs> and you know how I when I looked her up on IMDb, or I either that or yeah, I'm not sure or, or on Wiki. Somebody made sure that they said pronounced Megan. Megan. Yeah, I just love how somebody was like, I don't even want you to read this in your head without knowing it's that not, it's pronounced Megan. It's not Megan. <laughs> you dumb Americans. It's Megan. Thank you. All right. We're not going to have the Anne of Green Gables. See, I mean, in my mind, the one and only Anne Shirley that counts, that matters. Mm-mm. I mean, kids out there might like Anne with an E. I didn't want to waste my time with it. Did I? Yes. I gave it a chance. <laughs> and it was garbage. And it I moved on with my life. It was garbage. Did I go back and watch the original because I had to cleanse my palate? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, like, we, we didn't have a lot of ginger heroines growing up. That I, can I mean, there was of. Annie. There was. How did you feel about Annie? Oh, girl, I got the worst perm, the worst, oh, no. the, the worst poodle perm when I was <laughs> six. Oh, and I, when I was in preschool, I made the other kids call me Annie. I would not go by anything else other than Annie. Don't call me. I mean, I won't. I won't even react to you. I was so sassy. Can you imagine? Can you believe it? <laughs> no, I'm just, hey, look, I think I'm just glad you embraced it. And I think that's there's a good lesson in there. You know, you just really need to embrace what makes you different. Yeah. 
And that that includes being a warlock. There's a, oh. That's a lesson in October faction. Yeah. So what we have here is uh, we've got a family called the Allens, right? Yeah. Um, and what we learn is that kind of like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, right? The Yeah. Is that the parents, without the, the children ever picking up on it, which is so All weird to years. me. Like, how? They're, like, what, 16, 17? Right. Yeah. So they've been moving all over the world. Yeah. They have, and under the guise of their parents being elite insurance salespeople. <laughs> yes. They have never picked up on the fact. Why? <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you question that? Like, why we're moving all over the world because they sell insurance? Well, the thing is, is that I'm like, okay, if that's not quite the truth, like, what have they been doing? I mean, I would think maybe, are they money launderers? That's what I, I'm like, it's got to be illegal, right? So I'm like, what is it that they need to, like, be skipping around the world to do? Yeah. Human trafficking, maybe? Oh. Um. It can't be drugs. I mean, that you don't well, need to I be just, moving around. I just assumed it was monster hunting, wasn't it? Well, it is, like, in reality, but I'm, like, saying, what would they be thinking? Mm. I mean, would you, like, if my, okay. Do they question it? I don't even know. I'm if, just. <laughs> I think I'm you're giving saying, these people too much credit. <laughs> I'm just saying, if it were me, I, if he, look, if he were moving around the world and you thought, oh, my parents must be hunting monsters, I'd be like, wait a second. <laughs> wait. Yeah, no, that's not the first thing that pops into your head. No, no, that's you would think, true. yeah. Okay, but but in this case, had they had they thought that they would have been correct. Um, so yeah, so in this universe, monsters do exist, and um, their parents are um, monster hunters. Yeah, and um, but what we discover, and it's gonna blow your mind, it's not black and white here. No. It's not black and white. It's not. <sighs> because what you might think is a monster, <laughs> it's not always a villain. Yeah. And what you might think is a monster hunter, it's not always the hero. Yeah. That's you true. Know? Yeah. And you're going to want to take that lesson put it put it in your heart and your brain but i mean i think that's such a wonderful lesson to learn too don't be judgy Mm-mm. no you're not and so what we learn right away so here's these kids and they don't know that their parents are monster hunters but what we as an audience are starting to learn is that there's something a little different about the Allen kids. Yes! Yes! It is not just that one of them is fabulous. Because um, he is. He's gorgeous. Oh, I... Everybody... You know, that's the one thing I notice about teen shows these days, which was not true about teen shows when we were teens, <laughs> is everybody's just drop-dead gorgeous. Like, I mean, no wonder everybody's fucking everybody on these shows because how could you not but yeah yeah they're, they're no. beautiful beautiful teenagers yeah they really are show. and uh, 
And you know what? The other thing is, um, the best friend figure for the sister. I can't. Here, wait. I have the cast. The sister who is oh Viv. Viv, yeah, and her best friend, Kathy, or Cat. I wouldn't really call her a best friend, which she right. which she thinks is her best friend. Right, they have a rocky relationship, but I just want to say that that, that was very much, I feel how I look like in high school. <laughs> Kathy? Yeah. <laughs> definitely Kathy's, yeah. Yeah, I felt like a Kathy. Yeah. And I feel like if there is, like, an auntie figure in this show... Kathy is definitely that in the making. Like, <laughs> yeah. just give her twenty, give her twenty years. <laughs> definitely, she like just yeah. She's working on it. Yeah. She's working real hard on it, or or not at all. <laughs> yeah, like, she doesn't have to work. <laughs> she was born that way. Like seriously, just stay exactly as you are. Let time pass. You're there, Kathy. Like <laughs> plastic novelty earrings. Like, really dated glasses. Dated glasses. And then, um, like, mismatched clothes. Really odd. Oh, my God. Yeah. Two bold clashing patterns. Oh, see, I... Keep do, it up, Kathy. I love that shit. I... How do you... Of course you do. I mean, of course... <laughs> I mean, obviously. Of course. Of course. Loud clashing patterns. Yes. So it's like... It's like retro tennis shoes. Yes. Keep it up, Kathy. I live. Hey, it doesn't end well for you. I can tell you that. Hey. I mean, no, it's going great, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so anyway, but that's not the point. The point is that Viv and Jeff, right? Jeff with the G. The twins. The twins. Yes. Right. So what they discover is not only are their parents monster hunters, but they're starting to exhibit powers that they don't understand Weird and it's not shit just that, keeps happening all of a sudden out of nowhere and they they don't understand no because they don't know that monsters exist um and all of a sudden they're able to see ghosts yeah they're able to read people's thoughts yeah um they're able to free imprisoned underwater witches. <laughs> I wish I could do that. That's a pretty sweet power. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've only been able to free witches that were bound in caves. Um, <laughs> underwater. <laughs> sure, yeah. But What do you think I it, am? Yeah, seriously. And here's the other thing um, about freeing witches if they have been bound, let's say, in, like, a horcrux or underwater or in, in any sort of, like, ele- if they've been bound by other magical beings, they're going to be hella dangerous. Yeah. You don't get bound into something by other magical beings unless you've, like, really done something wrong. So I'm just going to say if if your introduction to that character is that they've been freed from magical bondage... Like, you better watch out. Oh. Freed from magical bondage. Have you ever been freed from magical bondage? <laughs> okay, look. Look in here. I just, listener, the look in her eyes right now, I do not trust. 
All right. I'm just saying. So we we encounter a character named Alice. Yeah. Who is a, a sorceress? I don't know. What are they called? They're not witches, right? They're no, they're warlocks. Warlocks. And see, I also this is the second time we've met these. Like we keep meeting witches, and they're not called witches. Not called it's witches. like they keep trying to like make witches more masculine. Because a war, a warlock to me, in growing up, I always learned was. Um, a masculine form of a witch. That's what they called yeah. them because witches were always the feminine form and warlocks were always I mean. the masculine form. I mean, whatever. I, I don't, don't like that. You don't? I don't. I just call them witches. I, I, well, and I think I that, know. I think that, you know, men can be called witches too. But that's what I mean. I, look, if you, like, if men want to participate in witchery, then they can adopt our names. <laughs> I, I don't like the other way around. It's kind of like the wizardry stuff. It's like, yeah, again, if you want to be involved in witchcraft, then then you can be a witch if you want. Like, I, that's what I mean. I guess it kind of just like, depends on what you're practicing, maybe. I think uh, there's different, I mean, different sects. Yeah, practice makes perfect if you want to be a witch. Oh, I mean, you sure. know what? Mm. So I wanted to um, uh, just bring up a couple things. So um, the mom, Dolores, I mm-hmm. love her. She's such a great actress. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah, she was uh, Camille, Camille on Bones. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved Bones. <gasps> yeah, that's right. Yeah, she was You're something right. else, and I can't remember what. But that's uh, like when I saw, I was like, ah, I love her. And then, um, I know that the dad, uh, Fred, he has been on a lot of stuff, but I didn't mm-hmm. recognize him at all from anything because all I saw when I saw him was David Lynch. <gasps> Interesting. He looks just like David Lynch. And so, of course, the whole time, I'm rooting for the dad. I'm like, <laughs> of course. I know. And I, then something know. happens, like, within the second or third episode, and you hate him. Because what a creep. Mm. Well, maybe it was even the first episode. I don't know. I think it was, like, the Anyhow, he, he turns out to be, like, kind of a creep. Well, I think, you know what? I think, like I said, like with a lot of comics, I think there's sort of like, you know, like parables, you know? And I think in this one, it's, it's like how to, how to work through trauma and like, and, and the dangers of not working through trauma properly and like like alice is a really good example this is the witch that was freed from underwater Mm -hmm. and she went through a terrible trauma Mm -hmm. and no one can blame her for being upset Mm -hmm. no one can blame her but the way that she deals with that trauma is to like spread that pain right i mean she she really just destroys so many lives yeah. like in the process the father 
he also, he deal, and you learn this from like the very first episode, but he loses a brother. Yeah. And the mother, she loses her father. That is why they start, they become monster hunters. So like, this is how they dealt with trauma. Yeah. And so, and it's like with their kids, when the kids learn that they're monster hunters and they're coming to terms with the fact that they in fact, are magical beings. So they are, in fact, the monsters that somebody like their parents would hunt. Like, they have to come to terms with, like, I know that you're upset. This is traumatic. But learn from us. You know, don't repeat this cycle of trauma. Yeah. Be better than us. Yeah. Oh, totally. You know, but they're still so angry. You know, you can see that. You're not, you know, even by the end of the series, you're not entirely sure, you know, where everybody's going to go. Yeah, with all this energy that they have. Yeah. And I thought, like, you know, um, one thing I noted is that the, the parents, they're such, they're such well-written characters and they're really, they're fully formed. Like, they're not just like, oh, the kid's parents. They're like their own people and they have their own stories. And, um, like you were saying, you know, they've been through their own trauma and they have a life outside of just the kids. But then the story is also about the kids. And so, you know, you can have it all in this story. It doesn't just, um, it's not about any one group of people. It's about everybody. And I really liked yeah. that. You never really see that. Or I don't anyways, often. I do. And I think the other thing is that, you know, it was nuanced. Yeah. Because there were shows, like, there were, sorry, I mean, you know, there were characters that you met that were that were monsters that were just apex predators. That they were they were a danger to other people. They were indeed monsters. Yes, those monsters literally their mouths looked like the predator. <laughs> but then, um, you know, they were like. They lived real lives outside of being monsters because there was the one guy, wasn't he like a a pizza place owner or something? And he had kids. And then there was like the other guy, I think, uh, he had a family. And, and so it's like they, they lived these other lives besides just being quote unquote monsters. Well, that's what I was going to say, like the, about the nuance, because there were some people that, that, that did not harm other people, right? Like they were just, you know, the, they, even though that they were monsters, like they, they didn't take a toll. So it's like, you didn't have to like hunt them down. They weren't hurting anybody, you know? So yeah, it was like, you know, there were people like, so it was like the problem being is that when you had this monster agency, they didn't make a distinction. So Mm -hmm. there were people that did have families that, you know, were being murdered. Exactly. Yeah. And there, there wasn't, and that wasn't necessary. They didn't, they didn't make a distinction between people who were, you know, just like going across the country and just really just, you know, making a path of blood through <laughs> like literally. And the other thing that I really appreciated is that they had really good monsters like yeah. Silent Hill, Jacob's Ladder, scary ass monsters. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Although I did not like the vampires. That was kind of weird, but yeah. They were like vampire squid type 
There was no sexy vampires. These are not sexy. These are scary-ass vampires. That's not typical. No. That's not real. No, they. you would not be lured to your death by these vampires. You would straight up lose your bowels. Like, you know. They were, they were definitely monsters. Right, right. So I guess they did follow under that terminology. Right, right, right. They weren't going to seduce you and, you know, have their way with you. No, no. This was no, like, um, trying to think of, like, yeah, this is no, like, Gary Oldman. Oh. Yeah, oh my God. You know, oh, to be to... Winona Ryder. Seriously? Take me away from all this death. Oh, yes. God. That movie was so good. For real? I need to watch that again soon. It's worth it. It's You're like, yeah. It's 200 times too many times. I wouldn't know. No. Because I've watched it 300 times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But let's see. So, yeah, the. So the problem was is that so this was only a one a one series show, but I think the reason well I read an article about it and I think the reason it was sort of you know cursed is that uh there were three different shows that were properties of IDW comics. It was this, it was V Wars and it was Lock and Key. Okay. And Lock and Key was kept. Oh, yeah. And then, and that was the, it was run by the same guy who did Daybreak. So, oh, interesting. Um, yeah. Huh. So, I mean, you know, at least he got another shot at it. What was Viewers? Um, it was, it's with um, Ian Summerholder. Oh. So essentially it's like there was uh I think the premise is like there was a I think a virus that turned people into vampire like creatures and it like his best friend was a victim of it. Oh. And so were they anyway, more like they zombies were like the, than vampires? I mean Well, I mean it's like so he was trying to protect like he was like, let me try to find a cure for it. Don't kill all these people. And I don't know. Well, yeah, I could see why that doesn't last. Yeah. But, um, but this thing, so. But it ends on a, this show ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah. So you knew that they were gonna, they were probably planning on making a second season. Well, and that's the thing, because usually Netflix has, like, it, it gives at least a two-season, you know, arc. Typically. But, you know, you say that, and now I'm noticing it's more like one anymore. Like, you're lucky to get one season out of it. Well, and that's the thing, because the reason that um, the reason it has two seasons is because, um, like, you can get, like, a good audience to come back for a second season. Like, that's, like, the sweet yeah. spot. Yeah. 
And uh, because they'll have, like, a cliffhanger, and then people are like, well, what happens? So you can, you know, yeah. draw them back in. But apparently, uh, based on the budget and viewership, it's, they're like, it's, I don't know if it's, like, more cost-effective budget-wise just to just keep making as many shows as possible. Like, is this going to work? Is this going to work? Yeah. And clearly nobody liked this fucking show. I don't know why. Well, they said that. Well, they said that you know that it did bring in like that it did bring in quite an audience. I'm not sure why. Huh. That there was like a big spike. It was released, I think, in January. Was it really? But I think like they're sort of doomed to failure. You know, because why would you? Why would you debut a show called October Faction in January? Oh, that's true. That show, I really enjoyed it. So, like, the one, I think, sadly, one thing I, I don't think that they um, succeeded on was Jeff's uh, romance romantic story um, with uh, Philip, with the character Philip. Yeah, I, I really, I feel like they were, uh, it was so forced, and, I mean... It, some of the elements were like understandable, you know, like, um, Philip wasn't ready to come out, you know, and it's like, I got so much of that. Like I, I could follow so much of it, but then it was like, it it wasn't natural chemistry there. Yeah. You know, it was just kind of weird the way that they were trying to get them together in the story. And, and I feel like they would have had a better friendship rather than a, a romantic relationship. Yeah. It just felt forced. Yeah. I, I see that too. He definitely helped him to feel safe to come out. Um, That's what I mean. Yeah. I, I felt that it was a better, it, The I felt like maybe the pacing was off. Maybe that. Yeah. Because, like you said, I was, like, I could see him helping him come out, but I was, like, but then to rush into a relationship, those two things didn't have to... Yeah. I was, like, wait, where did this even come from? Because I don't remember you even being attracted to this kid. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, I mean, that I was really disappointed in. I was kind of hoping for, I don't know, something. Maybe yeah. Phil, Maybe Philip could find someone else you know maybe he was attracted to somebody else the whole time and maybe jeff helped him to get there i don't know something um but i, I don't know it just meh. i thought that was a weak point yeah also oh my god we cannot forget to bring up fred's mom okay <laughs> i am glad we to yes Okay. I'm not... Okay. She was way too hot. Way too young. That's what... Yeah, both of those things. She looked like she was younger than her son. Like, again, beachy waves. Um, Beachy wig waves. Beachy... Oh... Very obviously. Beachy, bad wig waves. And I, I don't understand. I Why did they, why was she so hot? I don't know, but she was. 
some of, some of the things that happened with her, I don't know if she was like comedy relief or something, but some of the things that happened with her were so zany. And, um, like, of course I loved her, but <laughs> like when she came to town, or I'm sorry, she didn't come to town. When, uh, Fred and, uh, Dolores and the kids came to town, you know, she had like the dark hair, kind of looked a little drab. Maybe in mourning, maybe that's why she had the dark hair. I don't know. But then all of a sudden she goes out and gets this makeover. <laughs> it's like this beautiful, like, platinum bad wig. And I'm like, why did I... they do that? <laughs> why did she get this weird makeover? I That's the thing. It was very confusing because I was like, did they change actresses? Or, yeah. I, like, I was so confused. I was so confused. I was like, I don't understand the direction they're taking. I was like, is she literally four years older than him? If she was, she like, it didn't make any sense. They could have been the parents together. She could have been Dolores. (laughs) I, I honestly, it didn't make any, I was like, and again, why is she so hot? It doesn't make like, wow. You know how it was like Sally Field when she was playing um, Tom Hanks's mom was like eight years older uh, than him. Yes, <gasps> I was. I, I was like, I don't understand. I, I really don't understand the plot points. And they here. just gave her like gray hair. Yeah, again, like just <laughs> throwing on this like again ridiculous. It was like her, whoever was styling her. Like, why is she in six inch heels? Like again, like she kind of what is she doing? She flip flop from one character in in the very first episode to entirely different character the rest of the season, who I absolutely adored. I loved her after she got her makeover. She was fabulous. She was funny, silly. I rooted for her. She was great. Yeah, I mean, look, it's not like I mean, was she just? I I don't know. I mean, was she just like? So liberated by her husband's death, that you know she was what? Like, I think so. Like whose whose life are you living here? Like I like I don't. It can't be this. Like ugh, wow. So it's too much. Um, another thing I I was thinking when I was watching. Um, you know when Alice uh gets freed from the water, right? And again, Alice is um, a very powerful warlock slash witch yeah. that has been in magical bondage. Magical. <laughs> uh, so, when she's, like, she kind of, like, her eyes turn red, and she, like, right. just, she can crush people with her mind. And, like, she she was giving me, like, like Phoenix Jean Grey vibes. And, right. um... I I loved it. I really loved it. You know how like she would crush people with her mind, and her yes. eyes would turn gray. <laughs> they wouldn't turn gray, turn red, and like she would like she Hulk out. But then yes. like at one point she just I don't know. I think it's because the twins. She sees the twins, and then she kind of gets soft. Like oh. And then you get her actual story, like her origin story of why she is the way she is, basically. Right. Trauma. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about trauma. Yeah. I 
you know, not to, I'm not going to always use Star Wars analogies, but yeah, it felt very like Sith to me. Oh. You know, like, um, you know, uh, you know, there's no peace, there's passion. Like, uh, yeah, it just felt like dark Sith energy. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Um, but, then, but then the story, it changes on you. Yeah. And, you know, there's, it's not as if, you know, you do, it's not as if you don't empathize with her. Yeah. And, and honestly, and I, there are people in my life that I, that I have known like that, where I'm like, look, I love you. I care about you. I get it. But, um, you're like, like crazy dangerous and you need to work on your shit, you know? Yes. It's sad. It's sad. And I, and I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it makes sense how she turns into. She's Darth Vader. It's exactly what you were saying about, you know, even the parents, Fred and Dolores, like, you know, they're going through their own trauma and they're dealing with it the way that, that, that they're dealing with it. And same with her. Yeah. See, these characters are written so well. I don't understand. Yeah, I do. I feel I, that's the thing. I, I would not have rated it as low as other people no, did. Not at all. I think it got a bad rap. I do. I, think so too. I mean, there are elements like we like we've discussed that there were elements like there were characters where, um, like um, like there's characters like a resurrected laser eye character that I'm not <laughs> Which entirely kind sure. Of, like went nowhere. Yeah. Um. So I, I get it. Like, there's things that were rushed. There was, like, pacing issues. But, you know. It wasn't 30% bad. No! No! Not at all. I mean, look. As, as, we, as we always mention in the intro, the things that we have seen over the past <laughs> year, Forever, the things that we have watched <laughs> with pleasure. Yes, with pleasure. It's been much worse. Much worse. So, what we like to do for uh, every show we watch is we like to put a, a little playlist, a little weird ants playlist of our own. If we could have scored this show, what songs would we like to put? And because. We are so similar in our Spotify end of the year list. We're almost identical. Yeah. I like to try and wow you. Oh, I tried to wow you too. I gave you one that you're never going to guess. All right. All right. Do you want to go first? Uh, Yeah. We could do a little back and forth. No, you just go first. Just go first. Okay. 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 Yeah. (sighs) So my first one is Monster by Kanye West. Oh. With the feature by Nicki Minaj. Ooh. Which is, in fact, so good that I even forgot it was by Kanye West because I just assumed just it was Nicki by Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I totally forgot it was by Kanye. I was like, yeah. is that a Young Money song? And I had to look it up. That was my first one. 
And then, because it featured Monster Hunters, I put Hunter by Bjork <gasps> on there. Oh, yeah. And then, because I was realizing there was a lot of electronic elements, I put Kids by MGMT. Oh, I love that song. Do, 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 do. Yeah. That was a good song. I know. I do you remember the video? Because it yeah. had the... Yeah. <sighs> but I remember at the time... Um, I always called them management, and it was one of those I jokes where I was, <laughs> I was, I was the only one who thought it was funny, and then um, because everybody else did not think it was funny, it became even funnier to me. <laughs> and uh, but I'm glad that you did too. Oh, I did. I mean, isn't that what that's what it stands for? That's what I thought. And I was like, oh my god, guys, this is my favorite bed. Have you managed that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, turn it up. <laughs> oh, I god. feel like they definitely be lower management because they're cool. <laughs> <laughs> guys, <laughs> just any minute now they're going to get to middle management. Oh my god. <laughs> They'll still smoke with you outside. <laughs> <laughs> so um oh my god the songs yeah. i picked were kind of like more geared towards the alice character okay um so the first song i picked was one way or another by blondie interesting yeah um, interesting and then the uh other song i picked for her was the more you ignore me the closer i get <gasps> <laughs> by morrissey <laughs> <sighs> kind of true i love that song me too obviously yeah okay <laughs> the third song i picked um it kills i'm cracking myself up <laughs> okay okay <laughs> kind of like management <laughs> yeah so it's um remember that movie twins with arnold schwarzenegger and um yes. danny devito <laughs> danny devito <laughs> Um, yeah, so the theme song to Twins, um, uh, which is by Little Richard and Philip <gasps> Bailey. Uh-huh. It's, it's really good. That good is song. funny. It's gonna bring back good memories. They were twins, but not really. The uh, twins, okay. you get where I'm going here? I do. Okay, thank you. Well, I thought for sure you were going to pick, um... Scary monsters and super creeps. Well, you could have picked that, but yeah. I, well, I, didn't think I, that. I was, I was, I was going to make sure you hadn't picked it before I threw it in there. Okay, what are we doing? Okay, so with that, I want to thank everyone for listening to the show. Um, you can send your recommendations of music, movies, and shows that you want us to watch. Um, we'd like to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter at Your Weird Ants, Instagram at Your Weird Ants, or Facebook at Your Weird Ants, or you can mail, or wait, or you can email us at yourweirdants at gmail.com. Um, be sure to check out the episode description of your auntie's to-do list for all the stuff we mentioned. Um, also, I just want to say... We're on iTunes. We're on oh, that's right. iTunes, iTunes, Spotify. We're probably everywhere now. Everywhere. Um. So yeah, be sure to rate, like, subscribe, 
you know what to do. Yeah. So join us next time, you know. For more of the quarantines. Quarantines? You know what we're doing. Yeah. We're going to keep it up. I like this series. It's fun. I do too. Yeah. Uh, Thanks again. I'm your Auntie Ruth. And from your Auntie Gina. Okay, we're gonna do it this way. I know. I believe in us. <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> we'll get it right one day. Bye.